Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Christians Openly Confess Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today ready to receive what you have for us. Hungry, Father, for more of you. Never just content with what we know today, but always striving to know more about you, Father, to be a greater blessing to those around us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about the topic, Christians Openly Confess Jesus. I'm going to talk the next few days about some of the things that should identify a Christian, certain common traits that we should see in a Christian. Another way of thinking about it would be, if we were in a court of law, would there be enough evidence to convict us of being a Christian? Sadly, for many out in the world that claim to be a Christian, the answer might be no, there is not enough evidence. You see, at the basic core of Christianity, we are to be followers of Jesus, to support what he supports, which is everything the Father supports. And everything that Jesus supports is in the Word of God, because Jesus is the Word of God. So today we're going to start out and talk about one trait that should be strong in a Christian, and that is that we openly confess Jesus to the world. No, not just a God or a general God or many gods. No, we must confess Jesus to the world. Let's start today in Matthew 10.32 in the Easy to Read Bible. The title of that says, Don't Be Ashamed of Your Faith. While well, we could talk about that the rest of the night. Verse 32. If you stand before others and are willing to say you believe in me, then I will tell my Father in heaven that you belong to me. Folks, do we consistently stand before others and freely say that we believe in Jesus? If we do, Jesus will confess us to the Father in heaven. No one, let me say that again, no one is going to heaven without Jesus confessing us to the Father. Now, Matthew 10, 32 in the Amplified Bible, Therefore, the one who confesses and acknowledges me before men as Lord and Savior, affirming a state of oneness with him, that one I will also confess and acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. My friends, notice it is not just telling people about a Jesus. But when we individually confess and acknowledge Jesus before men as our personal Lord and Savior, and notice part of that is affirming a state of oneness with Jesus, doing what Jesus wants us to do, not what our flesh wants us to do, or the world under the leadership of Satan wants us to do. I'm saddened to think about how many stated Christians that I know personally that don't want to talk much about Jesus. The only ticket to heaven for eternity. What we talk about shows the condition of our heart and our desires for our life. We can sit in the church all day long and not be a Christian. I love that old quote that says, Going to church no more makes us a Christian 
then sitting in a garage makes us a car. However, as a true Christian, God tells us that we should not forsake the gathering of the brethren in church. It is something we do because we are a Christian, not something we do that makes us a Christian. Matthew 10, 32 and 33 in the Message Bible, Stand up for me against world opinion, and I'll stand up for you before my Father in heaven. If you turn tail and run, do you think I'll cover for you? Folks, world opinion is not for Jesus. We need to understand that the wide path of the world is not for Jesus. The majority are blindly, mostly unknowingly following Satan, the God of this earth. This scripture tells us to stand up against world opinion, like most of the news media, and then Jesus will stand up for us before the Father in heaven. Christians do not turn tail and run when we get challenged for believing the Bible. Can I get an amen out there? Mark 5, 18 and 19 in the Amplified. As he was stepping into the boat, the Gentile man who had been demon-possessed was begging him, asking that he might go with him as a disciple. 19, Jesus did not let him come, but instead he said to him, Go home to your family and tell them all the great things that the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. My friends, look at this example from Jesus about the man with a legion of demons. After Jesus cast out those demons, he told the man to go home to his family and tell them all the great things that the Lord had done for him and how he had mercy on him. That is professing Jesus before men. Now Exodus 32:26 in the Amplified Bible. Then Moses stood at the gate of the camp and said, Whoever is on the Lord's side, come to me, and all the sons of Levi, the priestly tribe, gather together to him. Folks, we could use some more Moses in the world today to say, Whoever is on the Lord's side, boldly confess him to men. Just remember, when you and I do that, and we better be doing it, the world will call us ugly names, including most of the news media, many politicians, and college professors. But we are not to please them, but please God. Now Hebrews 10.25 in the Amplified, Not forsaking our meeting together as believers for worship and instruction, as is the habit of son, but encouraging one another, and all the more faithfully as you see the day of Christ's return approaching. My friends, we talked earlier in this message about the church not making us a Christian, but all Christians should be attending church regularly. I think I'll say that again. All Christians should be attending church regularly. That is one way we confess Jesus to others is at church. It is not the only place we confess Jesus. That is an easy place to confess Jesus, as we are around fellow believers. We also confess Jesus 
by encouraging others to attend church and listen to the message and be a doer of the Word of God. Romans 10, 9 and 10 in the Amplified Bible. Because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing His power, authority, and majesty as God, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. 10. For with the heart a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in His justification, that is, being made righteous, being freed of the guilt of sin, and made acceptable to God, and with the mouth he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly. Wow, let's read that part again. And with the mouth he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly, resulting in and confirming his salvation. Folks, I started out this message number one about what Christians do with the fact to be a true Christian, we must first acknowledge and openly confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. Then we will be saved. Let's pray. Father, we choose to boldly confess Jesus wherever we go, Father, because we know that eternity is forever and ever and ever, and all of us will end up in one of two places, Father. And part of our ticket is to confess Jesus wherever we go. Father, we choose to take that ticket to heaven by confessing Jesus wherever we go. For those out there that have never given their hearts and taken that first step to confess Jesus and receive his lordship, I thank you, Father, today will be their day to truly give their heart to Jesus. Father, I thank you for the blinders coming off of their eyes and the glorious light of the gospel shining through in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.